Splash Unicorner presents the Big Rich Music. The Sports Shit Show. Hey everybody, what's happening? It's dude, Splat, and we are here for the sports shit show, and broccoli, as the lady says. These fucking headphones have been getting on my fucking nerves lately. Oh shit, folks. It's Thursday evening for me. Thursday, Friday, if you're listening. It's hot outside. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. Um, How was everybody's weekend? Hopefully, you had a nice sports weekend watching your sports, drinking your drinks, smoking your weeds. Baker Mayfield going to Carolina. He picked his number. It's six. <laughs> like what? A, what other fucking number would it be? <laughs> These sports people, I tell you, man, they are fucking idiots. So I was watching some sports. I don't know if it was Sports Center or what. And they kept talking about what was it? Something dumb. Just over and over and over. Like, we don't give a fuck about that. Like, it was just drama. Like, why are you guys talking about Is this the fucking view or is this fucking Sports Center, you fuck knuckles? Like, let's get with it, folks. <laughs> this doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Talk about fucking sports. Not if uh, wide receivers are not going to Baltimore because because Lamar Jackson can't run an offense. The boy can run a fucking offense, you fucking idiot. You guys just threw this story on to get some kind of type of fucking um, reaction. I guess you got it because I'm reacting, you fucking fuck knuckles. ESPN is becoming this fucking just sucky. ESCNN, ESPN, Senate, CNN. But Deshaun Watson may not get a heavy sentence, folks. Some shit has come out. I think we discussed it last week. The NFL has dropped eight, uh, 12 of the 18 whatever cases against him. Whatever it is. He's paid off 20 of them. Four of them are holding out. We got the son saying, my mom's full of shit. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> So, uh, uh, now that this light of this news, I'm not sure he's going to get a heavy sentence and he shouldn't because this is bullshit. He wasn't convicted of anything. It's all hearsay. There's no court of law that's accepting these fucking uh, lawsuits. It's all civil suits now. And you know what that means? Paycheck, paycheck, paycheck. Get that money, motherfucker. Get that money from Deshaun Watson. So at this point, it's just, it's just, uh, I already told you my opinion on it, how the timeline went, how everything just went down, and all of a sudden, this is happening. But, hey, you know, it's the NFL, they're fucking, they're gonna fucking, who knows what they're gonna do, they're probably gonna fucking they're probably gonna fucking nail him to a cross because that's what the nfl does unless you're beating your wife on a fucking elevator you only get two games suspension for that if you're betting if you're betting in las vegas what was a guy i forget who it was he's betting and they suspended him the, half the year for betting 
Not on football, not on his team. For betting. If they had the same rules for the government like they do in the NFL with the stock trading, <clears throat> Nancy Pelosi, um, we would, uh, these guys would be a lot less richer. Richard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What the fuck do I know? I'm just a dude playing a dude that looks like a dude. This this is so. But yeah, that's what's going on. Uh, the PGA Tour is going on. Tiger's not looking so good. Rory, I got a feeling he might take this whole thing. The New York guy. Um. The LIV guys aren't happy. Not people aren't happy that the LIV guys are there. It's a whole fucking mess down there, over there, wherever the fuck it is. <laughs> oh, fucking sports sucks cock right now, people. We're, we're we're like a month away from fucking football, and I can't wait. I just cannot fucking wait. Even though my team's abysmal wreck right now. I, I'm i still looking forward to the fucking year, man. I mean, we, we have a possibility of maybe doing something. Of course, we have a possibility of sucking cock like we always do, too. <laughs> but fuck Baker Mayfield. He threw these many interceptions, but he... <laughs> you fucking idiots. I'm so tired of Cleveland, so-called Cleveland fans. You guys are the worst. I'm not talking about the majority. I'm talking about the ones that has got to be the new ones, right? Got to be these fucking idiots. Biker Mayfield sucks. Yeah, yeah, okay. You were the one cheering for uh, Johnny Manziel and fucking... Who was a Notre Dame kid? Brady Quinn. So I don't want to hear about your dumb, dumb... When I was bashing all these quarterbacks that we fucking drafted, you guys were like, Splat, you gotta fucking... It's the Browns, you gotta stand before your team. And then I found a guy. And I said, he's gotta prove it. And he proved it. Right? He proved it. And I got, I got on board. Because this guy was actually... One, he wanted to be here. He's not fucking a, some prima donna fuck face that just... <laughs> Don't get me started on half these quarterbacks for the Cleveland fucking Browns, and you guys want to sit here and tell me Baker Mayfield sucked? Are you guys fucking retarded or what? Yes, the answer is yes. You're fucking stupid. <clears throat> but I digress. <laughs> Let's give you the lowdown on the NASCAR at least. We could do NASCAR, right? We could do NASCAR. on the levels there. Let's try that again. NASCAR and some Major League Baseball. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm not sure there's any tennis going on. Is there? Tennis. Fucking tennis. Novak Nokovic won. Came back to win Wimbledon final over Nick Kyrgios. 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 <laughs> well, good for you, Novacek. Novacek. Jovacek. Novak. Jovacek. Dojovic. Did you get that vaccine, buddy? <laughs> Isn't that the guy? <laughs> oh, sports sucks so bad right now. Football, please. Football, get here. Get here. Football. Please. I'm begging you. Well, let's see what happened. What went down in Atlanta Motor Speedway in Hampton, Georgia. We're going to give you the rundown. The rundown of 36 drivers and where your driver might have come in at. Because I used to only do the top 10 now. And I got a little, a couple complaints. But they want to hear the whole thing just in case they didn't watch the race. They want to hear the last thing. Okay. So here we are, fellas. Folks, ladies, theys, transgenders, whatever the fuck, you non-binary motherfuckers. Isn't that when you don't put milk 
and shit, non-binary? Okay, here we go. Uh, you guys ready? You guys fucking ready for 36 drivers? <laughs> I'm just tired, folks. Uh, th- coming in at number 36, car number... Gotta get me some glasses, folks. 78, BJ Blowjob McLeod. I don't want to say that. BJ McLeod, he's a nice guy. I'm sure. Coming in at number 35. Number three, Austin Dillon. Coming in at number 34, car 16, Noah Gregson. And coming in at number 33, car number 17, Chris Buescher. Coming in at number 32, car number 48, Alex Bobid. Bobid. Coming in at number 31, car number 47, Ricky. I'm not Danica's boyfriend anymore, Stenhouse Jr. Coming in at number 30, car number 24, William Byron. Coming in at number 29, car number 8, Tyler Reddick. Coming in at number 28. Car 42. Car number 20. Coming in number 27. Car number 15. Garrett Smithley. Uh, Coming in number 26. Car number 22. Joey. Go fuck yourself, Logano. Coming in at number 25, car number 11, Jenny, nice PJ's Hamlin. Car number 20, coming in at number 24, car number 77, Landon Cassil. Coming in at number 23, car number 51, Cody Ware. Uh, coming in at number 22, car number 45, Kurt, nice bush. Uh, coming in at number 21, car number 27, car Corey LaJoy. Coming in number 20, car number 18, Kyle. Trim that bush. Come, uh, car, coming in number 19, car number 20, Christopher. Ring my bell. Ring my bell. Coming in number 18, car number 6, Brand Kislowski. Coming in number 17, car number 38, Car number six, coming in at number 16, car number 14, cheese, I'm not Donnie Briscoe. Coming in number 15, car number 34, Michael, I'm not McDonald's McDowell. Coming in number 14, car number 23, Bubba Wallace. Coming in at number 13, car number, f- f- car number five, Kyle, the champion. Arson. <laughs> Gotta do better than that, Kyle. Coming in number, no, uh, coming in number twelve. Car number four, Kevin Harvick. Coming in number eleven, number nineteen, Martin Truex Jr. Coming in number ten, Harris Burton. Your fucking top ten, folks. Your top 10. Car number 21, Harris Burton. Coming in at number 9. Car number 41, Cole Custer. Coming in at number 8. Car number 10, Eric Alamorota. Coming in at number 7. Car number 31, Justin Haley coming in number six, car number ninety-nine, Daniel Suarez or something like that. Number five, coming in number twelve, car number twelve, Ryan Blaney. Coming in at number four, car forty-three, Eric Basketball Jones. Coming in at number three, car number two, Austin Cindric. Uh, your final two, folks, because if you're not first, you're last. Coming in at number two, loser. Number one, car number one, Ross Chastain. And coming in at number one, car number nine. You've seen this guy in at least the top five all year. Chase.
fucking beautiful, folks. Ooh, it's fucking beautiful, folks. There's your top 36. <laughs> oh, and then we're heading. Let's see where we're heading. We're heading over to sometime there's a race, you know. But it's not letting me look. It's okay, because... Oh, here we go. NASCAR Cup Series at New Hampshire. New Hampshire International Speedway. Loud in something. Loud in New Hampshire. Defending champion Eric Alamarola. And on Sunday, 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 7.17, 2 p.m., USA Network, folks. USA Network. <laughs> All right, let's mosey on down, 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 down to the NBL Major League Baseball standings for you. Then maybe we'll do some sidelines and then we'll get the fuck out of here because it's no thing going on in sports and it's so fucking boring. <laughs> Anybody that listens that listens to the other podcast, I'm trying to get a video up on YouTube, but they flagged me. So, uh, I might be doing away with videos for a minute until I can figure out how to edit some things out because I like to play videos and stuff. But we're working on it, folks. Maybe I'll just put in the first part. Uh, okay. We're going to the Major League Baseball, the American League, the American League East, and the New York motherfucking Yankees are on fucking top. They are fucking doing it, fucking doing it and doing it and doing it right. Because number two, Tampa Bay, is 14 games behind. I don't think anybody in that division is going to catch up. I mean, they're on pace to, like, win the most games probably ever in, 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 in baseball history. Then you got Boston. Boston at 15 and a half games behind the Yankees. Then you got Toronto. Toronto. Let me tell you what it's about. It's about the game. It's not about the where you're at on the, on the list there. Toronto is 15 and a half games behind. Baltimore is seven. Holy Christ. Let's mosey on down to the central. That's Minnesota. Fuck Minnesota. We don't have a boo thing here. Oh, everything but a boo. Oh, here it is. Fuck Minnesota. How about that, bitches? Cleveland, the Cleveland Guardians, formerly known as the Indians, is four and a half games behind the Minnesota Whatever the fuck they are. Uh, Chicago White Sox are five games behind the Minnesota Twins, and they're only in a half game behind us. But Detroit is 11 and a half, and Kansas City is 13 behind Minnesota in the Central American League. West, you have the Houston Texans, and they're kind of killing it too, 57 to 30. Uh, Seattle is 11 games behind them. Texas Rangers. 15 and a half games behind Houston. 19 for LA Angels. And Oakland is 28 and a half games. <laughs> Fucking behind. And that wraps up the American League, folks. We're going to go down to the National League. The National League East. Well, the New York Mets are at first place. Atlanta. They're two and a half games behind. Philadelphia's nine games behind, and Miami's 11 and a half. While Washington sets a 25 and a half. <laughs> games behind the Mets. The Mets. Uh, then we go moving on down to the Central. Milwaukee. And then you have St. Louis with two games behind them. Pittsburgh's 11 and a half games behind them. Chicago's 14 and a half games behind them. And Cincinnati Reds is 15 and a half games behind them. You move to West. 
LA Dodgers are in first place. San Diego's in, uh, nine games behind the Dodgers. San Francisco, of course, is 12 games behind. <laughs> Sorry about the hiccups. And Colorado is 17 and a half games. And then Arizona is 19 games behind the Dodgers. And that wraps up your Major League Baseball standings. <clears throat> Let's see what's going on with that golf shit. Golf shit. Shoot. They don't they just give you news. Oh, here we go. Oh, let's see here. First and second is Young and McElroy. Well, Young has minus eight. McElroy is one. Then it's tied for third. Blah, blah, blah. I think Woods is all the way at the fucking bottom. Uh, but he had a bad day. Had a bad day. But you know what? What a, that's dude, This dude's been through so much shit that it really doesn't fucking matter if he's doing bad. I'm just glad he is out or he's, uh, you know, he's out playing, playing the sport that he loves. Sure, he's not doing great, but the man's uh, been through shit, man. <laughs> I mean, you got to give him a bit of a break. And Tiger Woods, I'm rooting for you. So don't make any uh, bones about that, sir. You're my guy, man. It'd be great if you just uh, came back and won and beat their asses. That'd be fucking great. But that's going to be damn near impossible, my friend. My friend. But if you guys got any opinions about any of this shit that I'm talking, I'd like to hear your opinions on this Watson thing, what you think's going to happen. Where do you think your team's going to land this year? Tell me what your team is, and you can tell me at splatsunicorner at gmail.com, splatsunicorner podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And let us know what your team is and where do you think they're going to be by the end of the year. Put in your put in your predictions for your team. I'll put them on air so we have it on record. And we'll hold you accountable to that. <laughs> da 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 da. <laughs> Oh, what else? Well, we're probably going to take a break here. Let's let's hear some sponsors from the show, and we'll come back. Have a little smoke break. We'll come back. We'll read some sidelines. We haven't done any sidelines in quite some time, and since it's a fucking slow sports. Uh, time at these times. <laughs> I'm talking shit. There ain't nothing on. The X League's back, but I have no. I have to figure out a way to get access to those scores. I know Austin Sound is still in first place, I believe. Well, they did get beat by the Empire, the Atlanta Empire, quite viciously. I think it was like 56 to 34, something like that. But it's okay, Austin. You got this, girls. You got this. Um, what else is happening? Um, I think that's about it for now. I need to take a break. Take a break. Smoke pee. And then we'll come back, do some sidelines, and then I'm going to chill. I'm going to chill out. I'm going to watch some TV, relax. I've been going, 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 going. And it's late right now for me. Not late, but it's getting pretty fucking... It's getting there. It's getting... I need to do something. Watch a show or something. God, I just feel like I've just been fucking on the go. I'm getting... I'm used to the heat, but my body is not. My body's like, dude, stop it. 
Uh, you're, 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 it doesn't matter what you do. Uh, I go to the pool. It's too fucking hot. Uh, my body's like, yo, I think that's why I'm sore and tired, too, because I've been just going to the pool and fucking chilling. Nobody's been up there. It's been great. When I get back, it's almost getting dark. You know, it's on the teetering point. It feels good. The water's great. It's still a little warm. But, uh, you know, summer, summer time. But uh, let's take a break, folks. I know I've been saying that for eight minutes now. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll come back. And we'll do some sidelines. How about that, folks? All right. So I'll see you in two, 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 and two. I rep me clothing. Hey, guys. It's Splat here. Your dude from the Sports Shit Show. And our sponsor, I rep me clothing, is where you can rep yourself. Stop repping everybody else. Stop buying your favorite uh, shirts for people that are just going to disappoint you in life. So accept yourself. Yourself will not disappoint you. So rep yourself. Go to I Rep Me Clothing on Instagram or Facebook. Tell them that, the, that Splat sent you from Splat Unicorner Podcast or the Sports Shit Show, and they will understand what you're talking about. They have shirts, hats. Things to rep yourself. They drop new new uh, um, shirt designs every couple months, every month. I don't, I don't even know. All I know is every time they drop one, I'm on it. I wear them all the time. I'm wearing one right now. You can't see me, but it's a I Rep Me shirt, hats, everything you need. Go to I Rep Me Clothing on Facebook or Instagram and tell Carlos Splat sent you. I Rep Me. Do you rep you? Tired of a filthy car? Ugh. Want it to look and feel new again? Ah. Well, Barrera Auto Detailing can get your vehicle looking its best. With over 15 years experience, folks, specializing in exterior protection from waxes to sealants to ceramic coatings. Protecting vehicles from the harsh... Ooh, it's so hot, so harsh, so hot. This Texas heat, folks. I mean, uh, gotta get these seats cleaned. Uh, call Barrera Auto Detailing for a free quote. And take pride in your ride, and you can get a hold of them at 512 689 48 that's again, that's 512-689-4829. Then you can email them at book at BarreraDetailing.com. You can find them on Instagram or Facebook at Barrera Auto Detailing. Or go to their website, www.BarreraDetailing.com. Again, that's www.B-A-R-R-E-R-A-Detailing.com. Uh, ask for Baldo. Tell them Splatch Unicorner sent you. He's a good friend of mine. Help this guy out. Get your car detailed. You need it. I can tell. I can tell. Remember, folks, take pride in your ride. Hey, everybody. We're here to talk about Mr. Nice Guys in Austin, Texas. And they have everything you need for your smoking, your edibles, your whatever needs. Mr. Nice Guy has that for you. Let's give it a good cheer for Mr. Nice Guys, all right? I'm telling you, you can find everything that I... Look, I have a list right here of the new things they have now. Things they... You can't get anywhere else. Okay? Check this out. They, they have a Hitoki, Hitaki, Hitoki laser pipe. Right? Water pipe. It's like this big. You can see... You can't, I know you can't see me, but... It's yay big. You hit it. Laser hits the fucking weed or tobacco or whatever... And man, it just your your delta your whatever. It just it hits it. It hits so nice. You feel so good. Then you have your Canna Elite edibles. They have the 
the bombs that I discovered. If you go listen to the podcast, uh, I can't remember uh, the episode, but I didn't know what to do with the bomb. But it's you put it in hot water, it becomes hot chocolate. It's fucking, it's amazing. I wouldn't tell you it wasn't amazing if it wasn't. And you have chronic harvest infused lemonades, and those were so tasty. I got to taste them. I got to taste all these products. Um, so, look, even if you're watching the video commercial, it's Canna Elite. Looks like this if you go to Mr. Nice Guys. Um, they have the chronic harvest infused lemonades, like I just said. Uh, they are featured in Texas Hemp Reporter which is a great magazine for all you hemp people out there, the THC people, the CBD people, everybody. Check out the Texas Hemp Reporter. Uh, Tommy Chong's Candles. You want to smell like Tommy Chong? You want your house smelling like Chong? Sorry, TV came on. Um, You want your house smelling like Chong? Go to Mr. Nice Guys, get a Tommy Chong candle, a beautiful Burns, baby, and elephant cones. I love these cones. I'm a raw guy, but uh, I, I was rolling some of these cones. I was smoking some of these cones. They are fucking great. I think I'm going to go up there when I go get my bomb. I'm going to go buy, buy another bomb. Uh, and uh, we are going to uh, get some more of those cones when I'm there for uh, those elephant cones. I love them. They were smooth. Uh, I enjoyed the designs. It was great. They have the peace water, the cream flour, the C-R-E-M cream dollar, dollar, dollar bills, y'all, flour. And, of course, all, all your raw products. And they have so much more there. They just have everything that you need there. Go there. Mr. Nice Guys, uh, uh, 13201 Pound Springs Road, Austin, Texas. You can also reach them on Instagram. Uh, at Mr. Underscore Nice Underscore Guys Underscore Austin. Again, that's uh, at Mr. Underscore Nice Underscore Guys Underscore Austin. And on Facebook at Mr. Nice Guys A-T-X. Okay? I can't tell you. These guys are the greatest. And you're going to love them. Mr. Nice Guys. 13201 Pond Springs Road, Austin, Texas. Courtney and Kelly own the place. They're friends of mine. I highly recommend this place. They will help you out in everything you need. So go there. Tell them you're a horny horse from the Splatuna Corner, and they will do nothing for you. They will hug you and tell you that they're also a unicorner horny horse. <laughs> Just tell them I said hi. That's all I'm asking. So everybody go to Mr. Nice Guys, uh, Pond Springs Road, 3201, Pond Springs, 13201, Pond Springs Road. Get all your, the new Hitoki laser. Get your Canna Elite edibles. Get your chronic harvest infused lemonades. Come on, man. Get your Tommy, Tommy Chong candles. You can't ask for better more. So join, or not join, go there. You're going to love it. So go ahead. Go ahead and try, Mr. Nice Guys. something, bitch. Uh, uh, 
sports. I like sports. So do you. We like sports. <laughs> oh, I sound like Sean Connery, right? Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Guess we should do some sidelines for a while. We'll head on out of here for the weekend. Watch a little racing. Not really much else going on unless you're in the UFC and all that. I don't even know if there's any of that going on this weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, had a little, a bit of a cough fit there. So let's get into it, buddy. Let's get into some sidelines. Oh fuck, that was too low. Bitch, he's a unicorn. A unicorn. Alright, let's go see what's happening in the sports today. Let's go to sports headlines right here, right off the bat. Likely suspension number revealed for Deshaun Watson. Well, let's find out, bitches. Bitches. Everyone is currently waiting for the decision from Sue L. Robinson on Deshaun Watson. The NFL and the NFLPA wrapped up Watson's disciplinary disciplinary hearing a couple weeks ago. What? And post-hearing briefings are due soon. Usually that means a decision is close. Um, Uh, Let me see here. Okay, that's why. Sorry, I'm having connection problems. Okay, there we go. Uh, let's see. Usually that means decision is close, but Josina Anderson reported that it's still a few weeks away. God, they're waiting for the fucking uh, preseason. Post-hearing briefs are due soon this week in the Deshaun. It's not that fucking hard, people. Yes, he's suspended or no, he's suspended. If it's taking you this fucking long to get to the fucking evidence, then you should be fired for incompetence. Jesus Christ. Post-hearing briefs are due soon. This week in Deshaun Watts' proceedings this morning, a league source in this on the timeline result. We're looking we're looking at a few weeks before we get a decision. It may or may not be before camp, of course. Sue Robinson will take her time because she's a cunt. Tony Rizzo is now reporting that he's heard that the Watson will get a 4-2-6 game suspension. Not mad at that. It's certainly possible, but it's also equally possible that Watson gets a year-long or an indefinite suspension from Robinson. Fuck that cut if she does that. If Watson is suspended, Jacoby Brissett would start until he is eligible to come back. Yeah, we fucking now. So four to six weeks is the rumor. The rumor mill. The mill with rumors. Um, let's see what else we got going on here. Jeff Gordon sparks ridiculous ruckus with Corey LaJoy comments. Oh boy, NASCAR is getting spicy. Corey LaJoy puts himself in a position to notch his first ever NASCAR Cup Series victory at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Didn't happen. LaJoy's bid, of course, fell short as a <laughs> as a last lap wreck that ensued when he attempted. I know it is a whole controversy. I missed it. I was at the pool too long, relaxing, to pass Chase Elliott. I forgot the race was on, to be honest with you. He attempted to pass Chase Elliott, ruined his afternoon, and re-elegated re- re- the 30-year-old to a 21st place finish. Nonetheless, LaJoy impressed quite a few people with his performance, one being four-time Cup Series champion Jeff Gordon. He had some great things. Oh, I thought this was like a Gordon was going to diss him. All right, guys, you've heard it from the winner, Chase Elliott himself. Now let's get it from the loser's point of view. Let's break down this thing. This restart was about six, seven to go. Um, Got a pretty good launch. The 19 was actually a control car here in this restart. So right here, I'm dragging back, dragging brake to try to get to the front bumper of that one. And I knew the bottom had some potential 
because it's the shorter way around and the first eight cars are wide open here. So as soon as I was clear, I wanted to cover the top because I knew the top was coming down the back and the 19 gets a big run, pushing, shoving me, trying to get to my right rear corner, but it pushed me out just enough to wrap the bottom and the cover and the yellow comes out right here from somebody spinning us, uh, spinning out behind us to re-rack Old Joey brought it out, but I thought that was my shot to win it. Now I'm the control car, chose the bottom again because it worked one time, why not work it again? Now I get to leave when I want to, I'm looking, I got my finger out the window, tapping on the door, telling Ross, come on with it, let's go. He didn't launch as good as he wanted to. The nine and the 19 almost get linked up, but I'm still dragging back here. Who, right who are here you? Where the one picks me up and he's on me hard. I'm grabbing fourth right here. Oh, and the one got good. me on the bumper and I get a bit squirrely here. Got actually right rear to the 19's left front, opened the door for the nine to put the 19 three wide top. And right here, the middles come with a run. I got a cover, but I feel like I'm in a pretty good spot. I don't really know what's going on. I've never been in this spot before, and we're coming to two to go, and I'm leading my, my cup race with that first one ever so close. But the nine, I'm a little bit too gapped out. 43 gets to the nine really hard, gets to that right rear corner, and that's really the race at this point in time. But I still collected. I thought I'd get another shot at it. The one has been a good pusher for the last 15 laps. Picks me up out of two, <clears throat> and it's just him and I with the top pretty tight. But I knew getting into three, I could hold it wide open and try to clear that 43. Uh, the 43 had to lift there, so it cleared me up. I slide up in front of the 43, and this is my shot. Hmm. Looking at my mirror, the 43 picks me up and hits me a little bit too hard and gets me sideways right here, and I couldn't commit to the bottom like I wanted to. And Chase made his winning move, blocks me, sticks me in the fence, uh, and then I completely annihilate the fence, which hurt. But uh, <laughs> caution comes out. And awesome chase in the same place gets the dub. And the seven team goes home crying. But we'll be back. Don't you worry. I'm sad. Now I'm going to go home. <laughs> At least he's got a good sense of humor about it. <laughs> kind of like that guy. <clears throat> um, let's see here. Judge makes key ruling in Henry Ruggs. Is this guy that uh, um, <clears throat> was drinking and driving? Appeared in court Tuesday for revealing related to his fatal crash. That's right, he killed that lady. He was allegedly responsible for last year. And a judge made a key ruling that did not go in his favor. Las Vegas Judge Ann Zimmerman um, ruled the blood alcohol test will be permitted as evidence in uh, uh, Ruggs' case. That former uh, Las Vegas Raiders star's legal team. Ooh, well, that's not good for him. <whistles> Infamous love letter sold for over 25000 Michael Jordan's 20-page love letter to Amy Hunter months before. Months before marrying Juanita Vinoy goes viral. Oof. Oof. Ooh, no. Okay. There's nothing going on. Ramen Jr. says Jake Paul stacked the deck by putting re rehydration clause in contract. Wait, what? This Jake Paul, though, is a slick motherfucker. Uh, husband, uh, Hazim <clears throat> Ramen Jr. Not Ramen, Raman. Can weigh whatever he wants when he enters the ring to fight Jake Paul the night of August 6th. The morning, however, that morning, however, former heavyweight champion Hazim Roman's son cannot weigh more than 215 pounds. Raman revealed during the press conference Tuesday at Madison Square Garden that Paul's team required him to <clears throat> agree to a rehydration clause that will allow Raman to gain a maximum of 15 pounds between their official weigh-in and wow. Afternoon on August 5th and a second day weigh-in morning the 6th. Raman stated during the process conference press conference that rehydration clause will restrict him to go to gaining no more than 10 pounds between weigh-ins. Uh, BoxingScene.com has confirmed, however, that the three foot six three or six foot three raw man can go up as high as two hundred and fifteen pounds 
for their second day weigh-ins. Coco, stop it. Stop. Sorry. <clears throat> Enough. Lay down. Destroying my shit. Uh, don't forget, he, you stacked the deck, Ramen told Paul uh, in one several continuous exchanges during the press conference. Don't forget, you got a stacked deck. You tried to bring me down to cruiser weight and then put a rehydration clause in the contract. Don't forget about none of that. Don't forget, don't forget none of that. The offer was take it or leave it. Don't forget that's take it or leave it. That's take it or leave it. Paul criticized Ramen for making excuses regarding... A career-long heavyweight's contractual restriction. <clears throat> I'm not making no excuses, Raman said. I'm telling the truth because you're leaving it out. Let the people know. Let the people know you're always talking about, oh, he's bigger than me. Oh, he's a, a heavyweight and all this stuff and that. And that's cut because we're coming to cruiserweight. Okay. Well, I hope Jake Paul gets his ass beat. Pretty simple. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Serena Williams laces into drawstring dress and Nike sneakers for family trip to Greece. I'm telling you, she owns this fucking app. Texas Little League coach fired after getting too rough. Getting rough with nine-year-old players. In the handshake line, like, what do you mean? If there's one thing I've learned from playing Little League baseball, and hell, even keeping score for Little League games as, as my high school job, you learn real quick that some parents can be the absolute worst. I remember being about nine years old and watching a parent from the opposing team run on the field and cuss out the umpire for calling strike three on his son. It's not the World Series, Dad. The list could go on and on and on, but here's our latest example of baseball parent coach being the absolute worst. Video footage shows Kenneth Went, a youth high baseball coach in Houston, Texan, Texas, who is also a cop, of course he is, slapping the opposing team's players' hands excessively hard in the handshake line as well as bumping into a player, too. You can hear the kids from the opposing team talk about it after... They went through the line. That coach pulled me back. Another kid said he got into got hit in the head by Went. Opposing team's coach Victor Torres told nothing in the world gives you the right to do what the kid. Show me the video. Oh, here we go. New tonight, a law enforcement officer and kids baseball coach accused of mistreating young players. And this incident was caught on camera over the weekend during a tournament in West Houston. It's been shared more than a thousand times online. And now there are calls for this coach to face discipline on the field. And also, Brianna Connor joins us live with more on the reaction to this video that you'll only see on ABC 13. Brianna. Yeah, Gina, this incident happening here at Baseball USA on Saturday during a tournament game involving young boys nine years old or younger. I want to show you now the video of this conduct many are calling unsportsmanlike and unacceptable. That pained reaction from a young player in response to the man seen in the gray hat and blue shirt. He's a coach for Scorpions Baseball in spring. They were lined up for post-game high fives after losing to the prospects by just a couple of runs. You can see the coach in question bending back the hand of the first player in line. Then he's accused of pulling on another player. That coach pulled me back. The owner of the prospect says the tournament director removed the coach from the facility once they were shown this video. He also says there weren't any tense moments before the final lineup, making the coach's behavior both puzzling and inappropriate. This, you don't do that to a nine-year-old. Wow. You know, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to uh, be an example for these kids, you know, showing them how, how, how the games play, win or lose, you know, good sportsmanship. You know, you, you do see sometimes where the kids, you know, they'll go in there and slap hands hard and you'll tell them, hey, don't do that. But coming from an, an adult, you know, you don't expect that. Oh, oh that kid's going to be hard. Uh -huh. 
What a piece of the shit. Coach in question is also a law enforcement officer at the Precinct 5 Constable's office. They confirmed to ABC 13 they are investigating this incident. Good. Fuck I this guy. You know, fuck this guy. You motherfucking parents out there. I'm a parent too, so don't give me your bullshit. You parents out there cannot take this shit so fucking serious. You're not raising fucking the next fucking whoever, Babe Ruth, or the next fucking Michael Jordan. I can see being straight. And coaches, fuck you. This fucking coach should never be able to coach or be a fucking cop ever again. If he's acting like that during a fucking little league game, how do you think he's going to be a cop on the fucking streets? This is fucking disgusting. It pisses me off. Fuck this guy. Throw him in jail and let fucking Bubba rip him a new asshole. Fuck this guy. I want to punch him in the fucking mouth. I mean, these little kids. Jesus, fuck. And you're bending their hands back and yanking them around and bumping into them. Like, is it that fucking serious, bro? Again, if he's acting like this in a little league game, how do you think you think you don't think this guy's going to shoot a fucking uh, person in their car uh, reaching for their fucking license? Jesus fucking Christ. And these and these fucking parents that fucking yell at these umpires. These umpires are just people volunteering to take care of your kids game. They're doing their fucking job. Sit your drunk fat fucking asses down and shut your little privileged ass up. It's a fucking little league game. These are little kids. These are kids that are just out there that don't understand your stupid fucking anger and your stupid little fucking, well, it's serious. You could be this or this one day. They could, but let them be a fucking kid and play the goddamn game and learn the fucking rules. Quit acting like your fucking kid is the fucking uh, prodigy of fucking whatever sport they're playing. Fighting with umpires and referees and, and bumping kids in a fucking high five line because you lost? Get the fuck out of here. <sighs> I'm not saying all coaches and all parents do this, but I've seen these fucking types of people. And they're fucking disgusting. Like the guy's explaining how the fucking uh, guy's bitching at the umpire for striking out his kid. Who gives a fuck? Nobody gives a shit about your little Nancy or your little fucking Joey or whoever. Nobody cares if they're winning or if they're, or if they're the next fucking Babe Ruth. These kids don't care about that. These cares to winning and losing, but you got to show some kind of fucking respect afterwards. Even if you fucking lose, don't be a fucking prick. It's people like you that make this shit uh, a lot of people fucking look bad. So fuck off this guy. Jesus, fuck. UFC veteran Tim Kennedy bashes WNBA star Brittany Griner for ironic and despicable behavior. Okay, so we're, we're cheering on a, a U.S. citizens getting fucked over there. Go fuck yourself, dude. Tim Kennedy. Greiner, who's widely regarded as the best female basketball player of all time, was arrested in Moscow in the early days of Russian invasion of Ukraine on charges of drug possession, although the charges appear to be false. As of now, she is still in custody and has been held in pretrial detention for more than two months. Phoenix Mercury stars currently is a Russian jail for possessing marijuana, hoping the U.S. government can negotiate a release. Last week, Reiner pleaded guilty to a drug charge in a Russian court, but said she did not break any law. Do you remember the time when you were protesting your own government? Okay, this is this guy's fucking uh, uh, quote or tweet or whatever the fuck these dumb fucks do. Do you remember the time that you were protesting your own government and even requesting that the national anthem not be played at your games? Then going back to the same government and pleading that they uh, intervene on behalf that you get out of a Russian prison after you illegally brought drugs into their country does not get more ironic than this, Kennedy wrote on Instagram. Even with her uh, despicable behavior, I do believe that every American is worth fighting for, even those that hate their own country. She never said she hated our, her own country, ever, in any quote. I looked this up. She did not say that. Did she have some things to say about uh, America when her people were getting uh, 
uh, when she she has the right. Let's just put it that way. She has the right. All you Trumpers right now are fucking don't like the government. Do we? If you guys were stuck in another country, do we say the same thing about you, Mister Kennedy? <laughs> fucking self righteous asshole. Why do we care what fucking people say about this country? It's none of our fucking business if somebody doesn't like this country. They don't have to. That's why we're free here. You don't have to like shit. I used to be you. I used to be the person like, well, if you don't like it, get the fuck out. Now I'm like, what the fuck? Say it. You're allowed to say what you want. I wouldn't want anybody to restrict my freedom of speech. And I sure the fuck wouldn't want you fucking cocksuckers to fucking tell me I should die in a fucking Russian prison. Because that's bullshit. And this whole comparing her to LeBron James or whoever, stop it. That's the fucking media fucking with you. Uh, Griner's wife, go fuck yourself for fucking even saying that. Or answering those questions. And, and fuck you for uh, whatever. I, I saw this interview with you, and you're just you're 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 pulling out the women card, the race card. The, there's no fucking card to pull here. She's beloved here. She's very decorated in uh, WNBA here, and you're telling us that we're only dismissing her because she's a woman or a black. You pulled out all of them. You pulled out the race card, the woman card. The fucking lesbian card you pulled out and fuck you for doing that. Go fuck yourself. All I care about is this girl getting home to her country to, so she can bitch about it. That's her right. And if you disagree with that, that's not my problem. You got that right to disagree. <clears throat> but everybody's so quick to say, well, she, she fucking said this or she should fucking die in a prison. <laughs> she gets what's coming to her because she's got drugs. It's not drugs, it's fucking marijuana, you dumb fucking hillbillies. Well, it's a, they got rules over there. Yeah, we got rules everywhere, but you can make an exception, considering she was bringing Russia money by playing over there. So don't give me, it's all political, you dumb fuckers. And I'm pretty sure the fucking uh, government is doing everything they can. You can only do so much when somebody's in fucking war with other people that you're helping out. And now you want uh, you want uh, Russia to go, here's your fucking citizen. Fuck out of here. You guys are dumb. People making dumb fucking interviews and comments and all this shit. Like this guy, fuck you. I don't give a fuck if you're UFC and you can kick my ass. Go fuck yourself, sir. You have the right to say these things, but go fuck. It's kind of ironic that you're bashing her. For, it's just a fucking cycle with you people. Simone Biles' mistake for a child on flight offered coloring book. <laughs> All right, finally some good fucking funny news. Let's read this one. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up here soon. Simone Biles was taken for a child, even though Simone Biles is one of the most recognized athletes in the world. Probably a white lady, so she's probably racist now. She's still a mistaken for a child on a recent flight. Though. Hey, you, you, bitches want to look younger. The Olympian said she was uh, even offered a coloring book by a flight attendant. In a current, she says, happens more than you might think. Okay, at least she's cool about it. <laughs> Ah, that's fucking great though you gotta laugh at it hey you wanna look young careful what you wish for people <laughs> oh. I think that's gonna be it folks I think we're gonna wrap it up with Brittany Grenier and everybody's hatred towards her well, let me tell you something. It doesn't matter what you did in this country unless you killed Americans. Uh, if you're stuck in another country, I don't wish any ill will on any American or any fucking buddy for that matter. So you people with your fucking righteous patriotic bullshit are the same people that are not patriotic. By saying, well, I hope she dies in a Russian prison. Isn't it ironic that she said she hated her country and she didn't want the fucking anthem to play? Who gives a fuck? How is it anybody's fucking business? You know how scared this girl is right now? And we're all sitting here going fucking, she hated America. She hated a song. 
fuck out of here. Everybody that thinks they're super patriotic are most likely not patriotic at all. Well, she said something about the American flag. And burr, 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 burr. Meanwhile, you're wearing the American flag on your clothes apparel, and the Constitution uh, obviously says that you shouldn't be wearing the flag like that. Go read it, you dumb fuckers. You fucktards. You fucking bitches. But Brittany Grenier, I hope you get home safe. Fuck these people. Uh, I don't have to agree with you to fucking have you hit get a release anyway. Commissioner of the WNBA says it's a high priority. Uh, Tim Tom Kent Tim Kennedy, whatever the fuck your fuck fucktar name is. Uh, what the fuck's your name? Tim Kennedy. Maybe one day you'll be stuck in a foreign prison and people will remember what you fucking said. Dale Hearn Jr. quietly listens during podcasts as Tony Yuri Jr. defends Teresa Earnhardt's actions. Following. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah, no. Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the strained relationship with his father's widow. Teresa has been well documented. Yes, we all know Jr. has talked about the relationship on his podcast multiple times, including official de- offering details of how it got so bad. This week, NASCAR Hall of Famer welcomed a familiar face and previous guest on Dale Jr. Download, cousin and former crew chief Tony Yuri Jr. The pair re- recounted both the good and bad times from their days together. And at one point, Yuri was asking his perspective on what happened with the company after Dale Jr. Sr. died. He discussed those challenging days and surprisingly defended Teresa's actions. Earnhardt quietly listened. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s relationship with Teresa went south not long after the tragic death of Dale Sr. in 2001 Daytona 500. During an episode of the download last year, Jr. visited with former... You're just repeating yourself. Um, <clears throat> Vice President of Dale Earnhardt Incorporated Ty, uh, Ty Norris and admitted his father's death changed the way he viewed the company and its ability to fulfill his father's vision. In my mind, I lost all the confidence in this becoming what Dad wanted it to be when he died, Earnhardt told Norris. We could try. We had one hell of a 4 It was awesome. Won six races. Cars were fast. Cars got power. We were winning plate races and all the things on paper. We could do with good success. But I just knew without him here to help us keep that vision heading in the right direction, we just weren't going to hit that target. Earnhardt said everyone wanted his father's common sense approach and willingness to communicate with what he wanted. Following his death, Teresa took control and the level of communication drastically changed. You had, to, you had Teresa over the top of all of this making things difficult to understand, Earnhardt said. The information from her and the direction she wanted to go she wasn't as open about that as Dad was. Dad was, here's my vision, everybody, everybody on the same page. Teresa wasn't stand up in front and tell a story and tell us uh, about uh, about to ha- what's about to happen. She was behind the curtain and quiet. I have to go back and listen to that. should be ashamed of himself. The father of young baseball player. What a piece of shit that guy is. They're just repeating themselves now. Huh. Alright folks, I think we're going to wrap it up for the week. Wrap it up for the week. Yes sir. Um... So we're going to wrap it up for the week. So I hope everybody has a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Football's coming soon, folks. Football is coming soon. I can't wait. Thanks for sticking with me on this episode. 71, folks. We're up to 71. And 
Amsterdam. Nothing big going on this weekend except for racing. Some baseball. You're in the golf. Um, join us on Wednesdays. Splat you in a corner podcast. Um, join us here every Friday, of course, for the shit show. You can reach us. Splats Unicorner at gmail.com. Splats Unicorner Podcast on the Gram, Instagram. And Splats Unicorner Podcast on the Twitter. Twitter. And as far as Facebook goes right now, they've got me shut down. Until that's back up, I'll keep you posted. Apparently, they don't like my sense of humor. Nobody does, to be honest with you. But uh, everybody, enjoy yourselves this weekend. If it's hot out there, get a little cool down or enjoy it. Uh, I work out in the heat, so I'm kind of used to it. But like I said, my body is not. But who cares? It's fuck- I'd rather have this than cold weather any fucking day, man. So I think I'm going to get me an, an hour or so of watching some TV before I have to go to sleep. So everybody, stay high, stay fly, peace and love, and the holy smoke above, bitches. I'm out, bitches. Make sure everybody's paying attention here. And if you're a loyal listener and you're right at the end here with me, thank you. Thank you for joining us here at the Sports Shit Show. Um, I can't wait for Monday night football, Monday Shit Show to come back. But everybody have a great weekend. For real, though, I'm out this time. Enjoy the music. I'm going to let it play. So you can fire up a fucking doobie. Let's do that. After show doobie. See you guys next week. Enjoy your week. I'm out, bitches.